Welcome back, everybody, to the Lucky Underdog Podcast. It's your boy, CJ ProSize, today. And I got my boy, who we got today? Carson Hobbs. My boy, Carson Hobbs, is in the building today. My young boy out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Arch, is it Archbishop Moeller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Archbishop, Archbishop Moeller. Uh, cornerback. Um, hell, of a, hell, of a, hell of a young guy coming into the class. Uh, you know, really excited to have you. Um, but, you know, we got you on the Lucky Underdog podcast. So, I, I, first of all, I should, I should, you know, explain what the Lucky Underdog podcast is, first of all. So, first of all, for my viewers, you know, well, welcome back, viewers. I wasn't here last week. I'm glad to be back. My boy Devin and Joe held it down last week for us. Um, but, you know, now we're back on the Lucky Underdog podcast where we, where we talk about all the guys. We, we, we highlight the guys who don't really get the media coverage, don't get all the reps. But we want to make sure we highlight the guys who in that team underdog who are working their way up on the starting lineup and trying to get their spot. So first things, let me explain what team underdog is. You might, I don't know if it still exists at Notre Dame. It was a big part of the locker room when I was there, when we were there, um, me and Devin Butler, um, other hosts on the show. But uh, team underdog is basically the guys, you know, freshmen, you know, special teams guys who just coming in, getting trying to get their spot. And you just, you still earning your stripes, basically. Um, and you gotta you gotta earn your way on the field. You gotta earn your way. You gotta work your way in practice. You gotta work your butt off in practice to get on the field. And so, um, kind of in within the locker room, we had created a, uh, I guess you know a group of guys where we called ourselves the team underdogs. And the underdogs, you know, we we were the guys who the coaches ain't really like always you know looking out for. They they they, ain't, they we ain't get all the special treatment, but we had to work for everything we got. And so it was it was always two sides. It's, under, it's underdog and it's industry. Right. So you want to make it to industry, right? That's that's where that's where you know you starting, you, you you got love and all that. Underdog is where you you just trying to you trying to get it, you still trying to make it. So um so team underdog, that's why we that's where me and Deb came up with the podcast, Team Underdog. We was both team underdog where you know we had to kind of get out the doghouse. We had to work our way onto the field and do our thing. So uh it's a pleasure having you on the show. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Glad to have you. Um, incoming freshman, and so let, let's start. Let's hear hear a little hear a little bit about what your what you got going on coming into you know coming in as a freshman. So, first of all, let me start off. Uh, what made you commit to Notre Dame? I mean, you know, I'm sure you heard this this uh you know heard this question many times. So, what made you you know commit to Notre Dame and thought that was a place for you to? Yeah, man. So, um, growing up, being like I said, you know, my dad already had your jersey, but just being a huge Notre Dame fan growing up and. You know, having Pops leave, you know, my grade school, Little League games to come watch. I was playing on Saturdays, and even, you know, I came up to a game as a kid. Like, it was just something that I envisioned. So, you know, having, you know, everything being thrown at you, whether it be, you know, offers or having money on the table or anything like that, you know, nothing really ever fazed me, you know, because when you have a dream and you want to accomplish something, you know, you'll work and you'll do anything it takes to get there. So I felt like with Notre Dame – I knew it was something that was going to not only push me athletically, but academically. And that was real. That was real. Because in the real world, like you were saying, you were saying team underdog, but that's a mentality you can have forever, right? You know, mm -hmm. I don't ever want anything to just be absolutely given to me. Like when you work for something, nobody can take it away from you. So, you know, being able to go get that education, like you already once did and go play on the field one day, you know, that, that seems much more of a dream come true. But, you know, you also make it a reality being a team underdog and you work hard every single day to get to where you want to be. Oh man. Whew. We might can end the podcast right there. Cause I, I, I love that mindset coming in, man. That's, 
that's a great mindset. You know, coming in as a freshman, man, that's that's huge. Uh, you know, and hearing that makes I me mean, makes me makes it it's positive for me because I'm like, man, you're a real Notre Dame. You're a real Notre Dame man because you know nowadays, you know, recruiting and you know college football is not the same as what it was when. I mean, I played ten years ago. It's not the same as it was when I was playing. So um, for you to say that, you know, to have that underdog mindset to not, you know, not want things given to you. Um, I mean, because at the end of the day, man, you know, it's everything. It's, it's a struggle, man. And it's not every. It's not easy. You know, you going to one of the toughest schools in the country. It's not going to be easy athletically or academically. So you, for you to have that mindset, man, that's, that's great. You know, it's, it's you want to be challenged. You want to be pushed. And that's what it, that's what this life is all about. And that's what this game is all about, man, to, to really get yourself to that next level, to get yourself to your highest level. You got to be pushed. You got to push yourself to the limits that you don't even know that you got. So um, I love that mindset for you coming in, man. Uh, absolutely. It's great. That's, a, that's really great. So so you were originally committed to South Carolina. Yeah. So what what did Notre Dame do to kind of get that flip or what happened that, that we made that flip happen? What, what, what happened there? I, I committed being young and dumb. So mm-hmm. obviously that was my first. <laughs> it was my first SEC offer at the time. Yeah. No, my second. And then it was like nobody from Ohio has a South Carolina offer. So it was just mm-hmm. like one of a kind. And I'm talking to people and I'm like, dang, I go to campus for the second time. I look at the facilities. I look at what they got to do out there. I'm just like, I just fell in love with it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. man, like, am I even going to wait the whole recruiting process out? But mind you, I never had guidance going into college football recruiting. Like, I had never had nobody in my family that had already been to that level before. So, and, you know, everything I'm doing, it's like I'm the first one to ever do it. So the decisions that I make, it's like, okay, who am I going to ask for advice? You know, right. I mean, the kids getting offers are in the same grade as me, same boat as me. We really didn't have too many Division One prospects above me other than Josh Cash and Brandon White. So it was like they both went to UK, committed as seniors. So I'm 15 years old getting Division One scholarships from SEC schools, just like, what, 13, 14 hours away? I don't know what to do. So, right. you know, rather than being too patient and letting it all play out and get more and more offers, I went down for the second time on campus. You know, they gave me, they pitched me everything, the good weather, come here, compete. I was just like, oh, I got to. I got to commit. And I did it. And, man, within um, – did I commit in 2022? To, yeah, 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 yeah. And within the next four months, literally, um, we played our fifth game versus X. And then mm-hmm. Notre Dame touched me right after when I was at my uh, friend, Tanel Bryant's. Um, yeah. what's it called? Go away party. And they were like, you and your dad want to go to the Marshall game. So we actually couldn't go to that game because we played Saturday versus East Central. So then we came back the next game versus Cal when they won. And then, okay. you know, from that point on, you know, framing and offering me. And then they just started reaching out every single day. And then my people from South Carolina didn't like the fact that I went and got the offer. So then they stopped reaching out to me for like two weeks at a time. So it was just rare. So I was yeah. like, I don't even know what's going on at this point. So Chad was calling me every – no, Chad wasn't there when you were there, but Chad's into the recruiting coordinator, and he called okay. me every single day, and so did Coach Mickens. So it was yeah. impossible to turn down your dream school, and they show an insane amount of love and dedication. Right, right. I mean, I, I know that feeling, man. Definitely that first feeling when Notre Dame start recruiting you, like, man, Notre Dame? Like, I mean, for me, I don't, I mean, you probably, you know, you said you was a dream school. It was, I loved it growing up. I didn't, I never knew where it was. So like. I didn't either. Thing, 
<laughs> they recruit me to Indiana. I said, "What, Indiana?" Right. Like so, I thought it was in California or something, but uh, it definitely was not the opposite of that. But so I don't want to ask you about the cold because you already live in Cincinnati, so you already know about that uh, that Midwest. It's like twelve degrees. We it was negative what eight with the wind chill last weekend. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't miss that at all. I live Where in you Texas. live at now, Texas? I live, I live in Dallas now. I don't, I don't do none of that. The, I don't do the cold no more. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up on it. Uh, all right, look, let me see. We got a. Uh, all right, so I hear you want to get into broadcasting. Yeah. Okay. So. So do you think Notre Dame is going to be able to, to take you, you know, as far as your career goals on the field and off the field? You think Notre Dame is, you know, the right place for that? I mean, oh, no, I think that's obvious. That's obvious question. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Of course. We got yeah, a contract so with NBC. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So you already decided on your, your major and everything? I think I'm a double major at though. I think I'm going to do business and broadcasting. I like it, I but like I, it. I. It depends how much work it is, though. If it becomes too much, I don't yeah. know. But at the I'm same time, though, up. like working for them four years, set me up for the rest of my life. Like eventually, I'll look back and be like, "Yeah, it was worth it." Listen, I, I, I got a degree from the business school. It's definitely worth it. It's a lot of it work. I'm gonna tell you that it's a lot of work. Um, absolutely a lot of work. I mean, when I, I mean, I'm sure it's still top five business school in the country. So it's gonna be, you know, every year it's gonna be a lot of work. Um, but as far as double major, man, as long as if you can put your, you put your mind to it, man, you, you can do it, man. Ain't, ain't nothing you you can't do it. I mean, it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Notre Dame ain't Notre Dame ain't school where it's gonna be easy, but you are gonna have to. Um, but you can definitely do it. You can definitely do it. How was business for you when you went the four years? Uh, you know the business. You know it's, it's kind of tough. I, w- I would say the first, you know, the first couple of years are tough because you're taking classes that you're not really like. I wouldn't say not interested in, but just like you're doing the math stuff, the tough, the 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 harder stuff that the stuff that you might not be. I mean, for me, I, I had a harder time in math. So when I had to take all the math classes stuff, it was harder for me in my first two years. But once I got to my junior year, um, once I was in the classes that I, you know, I was actually majoring in, I did management consulting. Um, so once I got to those classes, it was a lot more, a lot smoother for me, a lot easier as far as like the workload. Um, but those first two years, you definitely definitely a grind where you're just kind of going through all the um, just the, like the introductory classes, like, you know, accounting, finance, managerial econ, all the e- economic classes. So, um, you gotta, once you get the, once you get through those and then you're actually in your major, like what you're focusing on, then it, it gets a little bit easier. But the first couple of years is a grind for sure. So if you don't mind me asking, what do you do now? What I do now? So I, uh, so I, I run a business down here. I uh, opened up a gym, um, opened up a gym about three years ago. Once I finished, well, I was still playing when I opened it. Um, and then I just finished. Uh, and then I just once I finished up, I opened up a gym and, and training. I just train kids, um, train kids. I coach a couple of flag football teams. And then I then I would do a little real estate on the side as far as like leasing out houses and stuff. So did you, you play for the Seahawks, didn't you? Yeah, I played for the Seahawks, uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Houston. I don't know why I just forgot that. But Houston, yeah. Yeah, you were uh, you were 22 for the Seahawks or 20? 22. The only reason I know that because I'm a Seahawks fan, bro. I got my whole yeah. decoration. Hey, hey, you're 12. Dude, you're 12, man. I appreciate you, man. That's 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 where my heart. That's where my heart set. Um, I won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, but uh, my heart is with Seattle. My heart so how was it, man, in the league though? Like Seattle's my dream team. Like you living in, you you doing exactly what I wanted to do. Go from Notre Dame <laughs> to Seahawks. Like that was that was the dream. Uh man, being in the league, man, it's it's different. You know, you you 
like you'll you'll find out one day it's you know it's a business um the football side of things is you know just one side just one thing you know then there's the business side and then so um you know you kind of figure out you know a lot of things have to you know, I mean even in college you'll figure out a lot of things have to come together for you know for you to have a lot of success and even at the the next level we need even more things to come together you know to have some luck you got to have a lot of things go on kind of go on with you and then you got to have everything in order to for for just to have success so man I would say I mean just take like right now just enjoy it you know enjoy your path man just you know whatever path you you know God has set for you you know take it run with it you know any obstacles that you know in, in your way run through them they might trip you up they might knock you down but always get back up stronger ready to fight through the next one um you know because when I my, my time to leak you know everybody's everybody's time is different and like my time I had dealt with a lot of injuries um so I know basically every four games I would get injured so you know a lot of times I would be you know playing a game I'm playing start start getting a little rhythm going I get hurt and now I'm rehabbing so my so I'm like mentally I was kind of more like looking at the game more than actually playing it you know so um when I say the business side of it, you just got to understand what your role is and make sure you, you stick to that role um as far as like you know but for you man I don't, I don't even want you to even start thinking about the NFL stuff like man you you ain't even got the college yet. Ain't, so in Notre Dame is a place where it's a special place um that you'll get a chance to meet a lot of meet a lot of you know brilliant people um not just the people you play with but the the, the domers they're walking around campus every day um teachers faculty I mean the people you're gonna meet up at in South Bend uh, a lot of special people and a lot of relationships that are, that are they're gonna last the rest of your life so um I'm, I'm excited for you man it's gonna be a great a great move for you um so yeah that's deep like yeah man. that's deep I I'm glad you you told me you know the real I just you always look at the NFL from the outside and you're like that's where everybody want to play at I, you know you rarely do the players really speak on the actual experience what goes on oh yeah it's a it's a it's a business man and you know at the end of the day and the one thing that i think a lot of people don't really realize is that everybody's hurt everybody is playing hurt everybody's injured like you don't you don't make it to that level without being some type of injured some some type of hurt so you know um don't ever let you know injuries and stuff get you down um like like i would definitely that's, that was the main thing for me you know i had to i dealt with injuries all the time so it was always rehabbing 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 so um that's one thing that people really don't always understand is that you always this game is a hundred percent chance of injury. So whenever you know you're gonna you're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get nicks and bruises, make sure you get treatment, rehab, and go back and get back on the field and do your thing. Sure. Um let me see my next question here. How is how close is your recruiting class? Did y'all did you have any guys that you were like trying to recruit or any guys that you were like, you know, the guys trying to recruit you? How like how, how did any of that work out within within your class? Oh, it was just like fam. Yeah. Like, it, it was everybody when we all go up to campus. It's just like family. I mean, there's yeah. always like, you always know, like, even when you were there, you had like groups. Like, you had, right. guys. like, everybody had their own group. But, like, mm-hmm. when it comes to as a class, like, it's always positive energy, positive vibes. Like, sure. people, like, you know, like, you could do this with for the next four years for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's good, man. That's definitely, uh, is at, at first definitely that first week i mean it's a little different now because most I, th- I know a lot of your classes are already kind of there like on campus but um that first week in june when everybody's there um y'all get to you know really be in college for the first time together man it's a really it's a fun time um you know it might not it might it really it's not even much to do in south bend at that time i'll tell you right now 
but it's fun because y'all are there for the first time. Y'all, I mean, now y'all got money too. So now y'all y'all getting y'all got a little money to walk around with. And so y'all gonna have it's it's, it's a good time because uh everybody's meeting each other. Y'all just everybody's just brand new, you know, meeting each other and having just learning, learning about each other. And it's it's a good time. And y'all basically looking forward for the next four years. Now I got a question for you. What what was your most fun time to tell Ben? Because well, every time I think of it, I just think of football in school and it's like there's nothing else to do. I mean, for the most part, there's really not <laughs> like I mean, especially I didn't think you, so. Once you get like, you know, I mean, it's it's not a party, you know, if you if you go in there to you know for a party school, you know, it's not it's definitely not the uh it's not top twenty five, I tell you that. Nope. Um, it's I'm top twenty five everything else, but probably the yeah, party party wise is not for but good I mean, reasons though. Good reasons. But yeah, good reasons, yeah. But uh you'll find stuff to do, like trust me, you ain't you won't get bored. Um it's it's still a college town, you know, it'll still be places to go out and have fun. Um you know, there's stuff, there's stuff to do on campus. Like, there's always stuff to do on campus, too. So, I mean, don't think, you know, just because it's a – I mean, it, it's Notre Dame at the end of the day. Like, it's not going to well, be – Oh, yeah. You don't go there for – Right. You, you go to exactly. Party and you go for the wrong reason. Like, exactly. I like, if you, you wanted to party, you would have stayed committed to South Carolina. Like, but, yeah. That would have been <laughs> different. They, yeah. So, um, it's fun, though. Like, I would say probably my most fun time at Notre Dame – I mean – other than the games, like, you know, the games, obviously, football season, it's like you don't get no more, more – it's no more fun than that. Like, playing those big games, we play against Florida State, it was a top five game, playing against Clemson, top five game. Playing in those games, that's 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 when it's really fun. Um, but I'll say as far as, like, the most fun I ever had on campus was my freshman year. We we um, The year we went undefeated, we went we were number one for the first time in, like, 20-something years. I remember that. And so they had like a on campus. If y'all ever make a number one, they have like a little sign. It's like it's on top. I don't even know if it's still there, but it's on like the top of the library. It's like a number one sign. So they had it like lit up the moment when once we like became number one that night, and that was the craziest night in Notre Dame I've ever seen because it was like that night. I think it was like TC. I think it was Kansas State was in front of us, and Oregon was number, like Oregon was one, and Kansas State was two, and we were three, and they both lost like on like last second field goal. So. Everybody was watching, and we became number one. And the whole—you can just hear the whole like school just go crazy when it happened. So that was—that had to be like a moment I'll never forget. Like I was on—I was red shirt, and I'm over here. People thought I was like a starter. Like they was—they was raising, pushing, like put me, had me up in the air, <laughs> on in the, in the dorm. So that was a—that was a crazy time. I don't—I didn't think—I uh, don't think anything topped that for sure. That's dope. I'm excited. Oh yeah, man. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a good time, man. You're gonna have a, a real good time. Um, let's see. Is there a so let me see. I, I know I know that there's always the 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 competition of who's the fastest in the class. So who who's got who's got that like who's got that title as the fastest recruit coming into the that was twenty twenty four class? I heard is it, is it Logan Sal Saldate? I heard no, 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 yeah. no, <laughs> no, no, Logan's not no, it's not even close. Not, not even close. <laughs> no. And uh, you, when you post this or wherever this goes, you're gonna watch this, and you're not faster than me. Oh, like sure honestly, I go in order. The fastest is the you talking to him right now. The okay. second is Cam, mm -hmm. and three is Logan. Okay, all right, we got the top three right here. We got the top three. So we're gonna have to hear from we're gonna have to hear from Cam and Logan then to see what this is. Like I, I tell them this every day. <laughs> we're gonna have to hear from Cam and Logan, who's the fastest. So right now, we got you at one, 
You got Cam at two, and we got Logan at three. Oh man, that might that might create some controversy. So we'll see we'll see day one day one of workouts. Who, if they still got y'all on the hill, let's see who be who winning those races. A hundred percent. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check back from y'all in, in a couple of months from now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another question I got for you: What are your like expectations for your freshman year? Um, as far as like you know, on the field, um, playing time. You know, do you you know what, what do you what do you kind of expect from coming in? Um. The amount of work I put in, I think, will determine that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I work so hard now. It's because it's like when you I, – I just started boxing in this offseason, and it was probably like one of the decisions that I made just because. But when you work, you know, so hard for something, but you can't see the vision when you feel pain and you get tired, it's just – that's when you know it's worth it because I understand that hard work doesn't guarantee success. But hard work puts you in the best position to be successful. So I feel like, you know, with that being said, you know, all the hours I put in during the week leading up to going into campus, you know, my 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 goal is just to be getting some playing time. And that's obviously everybody's goal. But I feel like I, I work too hard to not make it happen. Right. I mean, that's a that's a that's a hell of a mindset coming in your freshman year, you know. Even for me, uh sorry, my son's in the background if you hear that. If I hear a baby yelling. But um for me, even coming, I know my freshman year, it was like I don't even. I was a, like a three-star safety. Like I didn't even really know if I was gonna be what position they're gonna have me at. And so I was like, I know I'm redshirt, and I'm not really. I didn't really have that mindset. Like I'm even even trying to play. Hey, I, I appreciate everybody tuning into the Lucky Underdog podcast. Well, however y'all catching this, if y'all on YouTube, Spotify, however y'all catching this, we appreciate y'all. Um, we got my boy Carson Hobbs here. He's gonna have a hell of a freshman year and a hell of a career. Y'all be looking out for him when you're on campus in June. Appreciate you, appreciate you coming on, my guy, and good luck to you with everything.